live from the 715 with Big Daddy. You fucking Viking! And Hollow. They peed on your fucking rug. Oh, people, people, people. Welcome back to Live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. Please follow us on our social medias at Live from 715 on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, even though we don't use it. And and email us at livefrom715 at gmail.com if you want to get involved with the show. I have absolutely nothing for us today, Hollow. We are done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I have no show notes. Um, Today we are winging it. We're yeah. just gonna uh, beers and wings. Yeah, that's the name of this fucking show. <laughs> beers and wings. <laughs> yep, because we got these beers from our yeah. From but where's the wings? No, we're winging it. Oh, winging. Ah. Da, da, da. <laughs> okay, I get it now. All right, yep. So uh, Jody, friend of our uh, friend of the show. Yep, <laughs> we could we could officially say a friend yep. of the show. Jody got us a couple of these stouts. And there, this one's a big ass bottle called Public Indecency, and it is a stout aged in a bourbon barrel from 2021. It smelled like I don't know. It kind of smelled like a wine when I. So give this, give it a taste. Whew! Holy buckets! <laughs> like it's not bad, but no. it's just like. I think it's a mixture of whiskey, wine, and beer and coffee. Yeah. Well, stouts do have like that coffee flavor, yeah. that caramel. Kind of made but my I mean, eyes it, water. Well, you probably t- shouldn't have took a giant gulp. Well, I kind of <laughs> inhaled it with through my mouth first to try to do what those. Uh, oh, the the fancy folk, sommeliers or whatever, yeah. when they have them, yeah, they breathe through your mouth. Beer snobs. Yeah, like. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's not an IPA. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, this ain't bad though. Like if you just sipped on it, but I took a bit pretty big gulp too, but. Hey, why don't you cleanse your palate with one of them Bloody Marys I made with some uh, quail eggs in it? You know, I wish that you would have had some vanilla, or not vanilla, some uh, bread wafers for a communion, because this <laughs> almost tastes like, you know, it's Sunday it's morning. Got a, it's got a hint of Mogan David in it. <laughs> it does. Like, I feel like I'm being saved right now by the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Amen. He's our bud. Yeah. Yeah, this ain't bad. I kind of no, like it. Good but, job, Jody. Yeah. I want to try the other actually, one she gave us, the one with the wax top that looks like a Maker's Mark bottle, but yeah. it's beer and it's got a green. <clears throat> to be honest with you, like drinking this, it feels like if you would have have just that one bottle. I mean, how big is that? Is that thirty two ounce bottle? Let me check here. That I mean, that's a pretty big ass bottle. I mean, I it looks looks like a liter of cola. <laughs> Goddamn liter of cola. <laughs> Goddamn liter of public indecency. Yeah, I would say it's probably thirty two ounces. Probably a quart. Yeah. I mean... Well, no, it's a little... Well, yeah, because a 40, it's smaller than a 40, but it's bigger than one of those, like, 24-ounce cans. So, like, when they came up with the name Public Indecency, or Public Indecency, right? Yeah, so, like, the the label sort of looks like the Prohibition um, It almost reminds me of Public... uh, uh, Not Public... Yeah, what was that Johnny Depp movie, Public Enemy? Yeah, Public Enemy. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, too. Yeah, it's that print that all those newspapers used for headlines so that's what the label looks like so it looks like public indecency with the like if it was a headline on one like a 20s uh newspaper right looks pretty cool yeah that's by public craft brewing company from kenosha wisconsin wow so shout out to them 12 percent alcohol (laughs) one pint and six ounces so 32 ounces right they should like put a warning label 
One but, pint is 16 ounces plus correct. six ounces, 20, 24 ounces. Yeah. So it's All a 24 right. ounce. Okay. So this is like a big slam can, like one of those bush light where it's like 25 ounces, one ounce free. But that, I mean, they should put like a warning label saying if you drink this bottle, like stay indoors. <laughs> I think that's why they came up with the name public indecency. Drink this at your house only. <laughs> don't drink. Yeah, don't drink in public. That should be the tagline underneath the public indecency. Don't whip your dick out. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. I mean, like a Surgeon General's <laughs> warning at the bottom. P.S. Don't whip your dick out. <laughs> we got another one, Jimmy. What happened? Public indecency. The, the, the tagline on this is, there are certain things you can't do in public. And there are things that lead to those things. We suggest you undertake this stout with a trusted friend. So here you go, Hollow. <laughs> You're a trusted friend of mine. Oh, my God. So if I whip my dick out later, don't tell nobody. <laughs> don't tell anybody. Just take pictures. <laughs> yeah, just put it on our social medias, <laughs> at Live from 715 on Instagram and Facebook. If you're not following us now, fucking do it. <laughs> well, I think you could probably you could post it on Twitter because you can post nude on. Oh yeah, you can. You, yeah, you can. Po- you can. We'll we'll post the link on Facebook and Instagram to our Twitter account. <laughs> and all it is is just a goblin <laughs> opening up like a vagina. No, it's it's this bottle next oh. to my giant og. It's <laughs> literally gonna go to a pig farm and find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just giant like my balls and put the bottle as the. Never mind. I, you know, I thought, okay, so, it, like I said, we're we're going off the top of our head today. Well, you asked me when I first got here, <clears throat> yeah. what did you do last night, or how late did you stay out last night? And yep. I said, I think I went home at 5.30 because I got too high and I made guacamole. <laughs> and I said and to you him. just started laughing at you, like. I said, what, at what point do you all of a sudden, I understand, like, they're getting high, but then all of a sudden, could you, like. You just like sit there and you're watching TV. Let's say like the Brewer game is on or something. Yeah, and all the of a sudden it just hits on. you. Yeah, okay. And so, all of a sudden it hits you and you're like, guacamole. Well, they were up 10 to 3 because, uh, uh, oh, that, uh, what's his name hit a grand slam. Un, you know, yeah. he's only hitting 154. Yeah, he had his first uh, five ribbies yeah, yesterday. So he was like a number two hitter. Preston. Was that his yeah. name? Yeah, his last name is Preston. I forgot. He was hitting number two in the order. Yeah. And he only had like one RBI on the season, batting 154. The leadoff guy uh, got on base or walked a run in. The leadoff guy, the bases were loaded, walked in a run, and then the number two batter, all of a sudden he pulled one like a Paul Molitor line drive home run right over the top of the right field thing, and I was like, this is fucking awesome, but it was only me and like, there was an older couple at Wayne's that okay. they're, they've been in there before, they're yep. kind of cranky, they talk nonstop. Oh, yeah. So I was sitting on the opposite end of the bar in front of the far TV watching. And then eventually they left, and it was just me and Ann. And then they're up 10 to 3, and I'm like, I'm hungry. I have avocados at home. I mean, you. you <laughs> I, I probably pay, played 40 bucks worth on the jukebox all day there because I was just in my zone, little high, little drunk. By yourself. Yeah. Huh. Well, I texted a whole bunch of people, and I didn't want to go out to the golf course. So, Right. Speaking of the golf course. Yesterday, that's right. It was the Celebrate Bondwell uh, golf outing that helps to benefit for the Fourth uh, of July events uh, here in Bondwell. As you know, Bondwell has uh, held a long tradition of the Fourth of July events yeah, uh, parade. Like Four years. Oh or no, past that. Really? It's 100, I think this is the hundred and tenth. Holy buckets! Yeah. So, 
Uh, so yeah, this goes out to help all that with the fireworks and um, all the other events that we do for the fourth. Getting the vendors for yep. like because they don't they used to do the uh, pavilion, but it's hard to get that many volunteers. Yeah. So a good idea actually was to have like food truck type vendors come in or like carnival uh, snack vendors come in and just. You have the, yeah, because the you have and, yep. You have so many options then for food. Yeah, and that way you know, it's not just cheeseburgers, brats, and fries for everybody. Right. You I know, mean, they got like snow cones and they got the barbecued cotton, pork, whatever and stuff candy like that. Or something. What was that? Or no, they're called oh, like cloud, uh, ice clouds. Ice clouds. Yep. I was me and Robert and Macklin were uh, was it three years ago before the pandemic. Okay. And no, so four years ago. Um, she had some weird like mango pineapple thing and she's like try it and i did it. i'm like all right you're not getting this back <laughs> Those, that shit is awesome it was delicious well i mean if you plus think... it was hot out that four years ago too so yeah i mean it... do we know what time we're bartending uh because well Anna, the schedule asked me last night schedule came out i think we're we're doing the five to seven again i would assume or five to six or six thirty i think it's well, an hour and a, hour and a half no it's two hours wasn't last year well, because I know that Ann's going to be four to six, if I'm correct, and then we always overlap each other by an hour. Okay. Uh, the only reason why is because the bike raffle is at three o'clock. Well, it's so, not going to be too busy at the end of the night then. Right. I, it's on a Wednesday? It's on a uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, but next year it will be because it's on a Thursday. So obviously everybody's going to be taking off then that Friday. Nobody's going to go back to work on a Friday. I mean, that's just kind of dumb. But, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the celebrate bundle, uh, the golf outing that was at Golden Sands. Uh, I, I know that uh, everything you know had nice weather for it. Um, don't know really how we did. Uh, I'll find out tomorrow at the meeting. But uh, like I said, uh, to everybody that helped donate or even participate in, or you know, also you know all the other things that go with it. Thank you. Uh, it's a big, huge thing, you know, for this little town of Bondo. At least we get to have a little fun. You know, every now and then, so that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, and, you know. I mean, since I've been a kid, it's always been a pretty big damn deal in um, bond oil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the Fourth uh, of July traffic doesn't appreciate it too much because they have to detour around town. But fuck them fibs. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it's all for, anyway. And you know, with the Lions Club, me and you are a part of. We put up the. Memorial Day or uh, Veterans Memorial on the corner, right in the main intersection of town. So now, when uh, the veterans, uh, what do they call it, VFW guys, go through at the beginning of the parade, they stop at the intersection and the monuments right there. It's pretty nice. They do a yeah they uh, they twenty one gun salute twenty one gun salute and then they play the national anthem right there then too to sort of kick off the and the Lions Club this year we uh, <clears throat> we uh, have the. New generation going through the uh, parade. We paid for that. Well, oh yeah, and uh, no, I'm thinking of cornrows. Who, yeah. who's playing? Are they playing? New generation the is yeah. yeah. So yeah, more or less. Uh, for, yeah, uh, clear your schedules for the first Friday in August. August, August fourth, I think. Yep, that is our annual cornrows. Come get all the free corn your ticket can buy. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking true. Like we. I last year was just nuts. and come get a brat because I grill the brats and I'm a fucking grill master. So get yourself one. Yeah, if you hopefully see, they have them thawed this year, sons of bitches. Well, last year wasn't bad. No, but the year before, oh, no, they yeah. were solid frozen. I'm yeah, like, but who no. put these in the refrigerator? We know who did that. Yeah, the president. Yeah, at the at time. The time. 
I'm like, leave these out on the counter. They take four or five hours to thaw. And look how well they turned out last year. Yeah, they were better. And we were fucking slammed last year. Yeah. That's which is good to see. Well, I mean, no, that first year I grilled brats, I was dead. Well, that was like yeah. four years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mean, usually around that time, we were actually just talking about this today. Isn't that kind of weird how, like right now, today is June 4th. Exactly a month from now is the 4th of July. Yeah. Exactly two months from now it is the corn roast. Yeah. Like, you just kind of like look ahead. Summer's almost over. Exactly. I mean, at our age, time just flies. I mean, what else are we really doing? Yeah. I mean, you work all week. Oh, I don't know. Going to supper clubs, celebrating birthdays, being a couple <laughs> of degenerates. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we do that also in the fall and winter, too, as well. Yeah, but we make a spectacle of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it's hot out. <laughs> I always thought to myself, how cool would it be if all of a sudden, like, one supper club decided, you know, they were going to give us, like, the grand entourage and then all... Uh, let us know when you're coming in. The red carpet gets rolled out. There's like uh, those big spotlights that they have in Hollywood for like a movie premiere. Yeah. Those big ones that are like not legal in most states because it might fuck with uh, the uh, uh, aerospace. Okay. <laughs> and then they shoot off fireworks as uh, we're Did entering. you get your degree at NASA, sir? <laughs> yes. I did actually learn how to eat green beans from space yesterday. I do have a monthly order of tang that comes in. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, I, I, anyway, last night that came home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the, back I, to the guacamole story. Yeah, I, 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 uh, it was like 5.30, and I was like, there's nobody around. Me and Ann ran out of stuff to talk about, and <laughs> she had enough gossip that she told me. Yeah. And we were just, you know, cracking jokes and whatnot, and. I was there for like a hundred bucks in the forty in the jukebox. Well, that was off my phone. So. Right. Yeah, I played every fucking Zach Bryan and Coulter Wall and Tyler Childers song, and then I threw in some Randy Travis, "Deeper Than Holler." Oh yeah, it was a good day for me, just in my own zone, because I was puffing on this heavy when I got back to town. I went to White Clay Lake. Okay. Signed in. They got a new bartender out there. I didn't even ask her name. But she's close to our age, I think. Oh. I think she was talking to somebody else. I thought it, she was a teacher, but she's a... Uh, I don't know her situation, so I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I might go back. <laughs> Is it like Van Halen hot for teacher? <clears throat> yes, I'll, just in case she's listening. She's a very, very pretty lady. Um, no, okay. Just... So I went there. So I did basically a sign-in run. Okay. So I went to White Clay Lake first, then Double Vision. I went past Double Vision to go to White Clay Lake, and there literally was like 20 tractors and like... In Double Vision's parking lot? Yeah, and six of them had hay wagons. So oh, it, they must be doing a hay ride. Yeah, but I didn't hear anything about it. So our friend uh, Brian, I seen posted later um, that he was on it, but I didn't see was him. Was that out of advance? Because I know usually yeah, Take that's a where, Chance always does Well, that's where rides. he used to play volleyball, so... Okay. I'm guessing that's probably what it was from because I didn't. Okay, so I went to White Clay Lake, and on the way back, I seen one tractor coming, and they were all getting on their hay wagons and stuff when I started walking in. There was barely any place to park at Double Vision, which is crazy. That's how many tractors there were. There were a bunch of old ones, just guys riding an old tractor, like from the 40s and Mm -hmm. 50s. It's kind of cool, but they were all loaded up on the hay wagons already and when i walked in like the last three people were walking out and the bar was just empty except for two locals that i kind of know um 
And <laughs> the bartender, uh, the, I forget her name all the time, blonde, um, older, well, older, like maybe 10 years older than us, okay. 15. Uh, nice lady. But I don't like her music style. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's just like, but she's like, oh, hey, Big Daddy. I'm like, hey, what's this all about? She's like, I'm just happy it's a little quiet in here now. Because she's like, there is literally 40 people in here just packed and yelling over each other because everybody say, was pop, drunk. And, yeah. When everybody uh, knows that they have a ride, it's like, watch out. But when I was talking to the gal at White Clay Lake, she's like, I guess there's a bunch of tractors. And I said, yeah, I seen them all at Double Vision. There wasn't any place to park, so I figured I'd come here first to sign in. And she's like, oh, I was the only one there at first. She said there was a bunch of people there early in the day, but I was there at like 1130. Maybe, and the machine didn't win shit, so I stopped. That's my new and on, Yeah, as I went into Double Vision, everybody was leaving, thank God. So... Uh, went in there, signed in, but it you know, was dead, and I didn't have anything to talk to for those people. Then I went to Lumberyard, had one there, put a 20 in, didn't get shit. So, And, you know, the like Bob the Builder and yep. all those guys were shaking dice at the other end of the bar, and there was a couple people eating, but otherwise the bar was almost completely open. And she's like, you want to come down and shake dice with us? And I'm like, absolutely not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. What, yep. what, what, you knew it with was going to happen. What was yep. going to happen. I was like, fuck all that. I don't need shots. I, that, I, that's why I got this vape pen. Yeah. So I don't get fucking hung over and uh, can't fucking remember what happened the night before. But then, yeah, around right when the brewery, brewery game started, like at 3 o'clock, I went to <clears throat> Wayne's and... There weren't very many people in there, and then it was just me and Ann, and then those other two loud on this, like a fiend. And I was just like, I thought about ordering a burger, but I didn't want to make Ann work. Because <laughs> we, were, we were just bullshitting and having fun and listening to music. So I was like, kind of hungry, though, because I haven't, I've been doing this, like, one meal a day, intermittent fasting. Yeah. And since that, I have, for those of you who don't know, I had a... Back, like, at the end of d- winter, like, my house was all dry, and I had a bloody nose that would not stop, and it was a gusher, and I actually had to call an ambulance and go to the fucking hospital, and my blood pressure was 240 over 120, which is, hey, you're supposed to be having a, a stroke right yeah. now. <laughs> so, turns out I had high blood pressure, but I never go to the doctor, so I never would have knew that. Um... But they put me on some medication, and I got it. You know, I started doing exercising more than I usually do, which is only like three times a week. So now I do it, you know, five, six times a week. I'll try and get up early and do DDPY yoga. Oh, look at you, over Diamond there. Dallas Bay. Yeah. Well, see, as Feel you get the bang, yeah, as you get older, lifting weights. Like I've always lifted weights, but your it takes longer to recover. So I'll lift weights, and then the next workout I do, I'll do yoga because it stretches everything in your whole fucking body out. And um, so, like, so if you do weights on Monday, yoga on Tuesday, you're perfectly fine, and you don't pull any muscles on Wednesday. It's great. So I got a, I got that down, and I'm, I started out with like 14 hour intermittent fasting, and then just worked my way up 16, 18, 20 hours. And now I'm just to like pretty much 23 hours where all I do, the only calories I put in is that one hour, so the one meal. Is that where you can go crazy <clears throat> then? And, or- I can, but now 
and I used to. I'd just binge the fuck out of it, and I'd feel horrible afterwards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel like a girl who took a guy home, and yeah, then all you're just wake like, up uh, the next morning. Christ, uh, coyote ugly. Yep. Um. So then, uh, <laughs> but now I don't even do that. I just it's like a regular person eating <laughs> instead of a fucking bear. Well, I know uh, that they always say it's also dealing uh, deals with their stomach lining. Uh, like the yeah. the more you in, the intermittent fasting, your stomach, your stomach will, shrinks. Right. Yeah. So now I'm eating regular meals just once a day, and yeah, since that what was it three months ago? Yeah. In three months, I've lost thirty pounds. So that's pretty good, and that's the kind of track you want to stand because you were actually at that track, and then you started going back yeah, away from like, it. Like seven years ago, when I first got on keto and started doing some intermittent fasting, but not this hard. I'm not doing strict keto anymore. I'm just doing, you know, maybe 80% keto, and I'll mix in some. You can't not have a treat every once in a while. Like when oh, no, I, I, agree. I make I agree. a, I just made a fucking. Uh, it was a test. I made a strawberry rhubarb cheesecake. Oh, it's pretty good, but this was my first experiment doing it, so I didn't make like the the topping like the. Uh, it's called a compote when you put. You know, half strawberries and half rhubarb in like a pot with some. I don't use sugar. I use zevia, stevia, um, and then it cooks into like a syrupy thing, and yep. then you usually top it on the. But what I did was I cooked it down into a syrup, and then I poured the syrup in the uh, cheesecake batter. Oh, so you put it right into the. So you not I, putting it over the top like a no. Like a I wanted it blended into the flavor of the cheesecake. Okay. So the texture is a little bit off. It's not as silky smooth as my regular New York-style cheesecake, but it still tastes pretty good. It just looks like it, it's not as red as the syrup was. So it's like mixing white with like a reddish syrup, and it sort of looks like purplish gray. <laughs> <laughs> so what I should do just for the eye food appeal coloring. is put some food coloring in yeah. next time and, I don't know, figure out... I got, I don't know. I got to look up some cooking videos on how to blend stuff with cream cheese and when you bake it with eggs. To, I mean, the it it turned out perfectly. The the like density and everything, great. But it just is. It it looks not appealing. But sometimes they always say that the food that don't look the most an Asian country be like, oh, that looks disgusting. <laughs> that you taste it, you're like, god damn. Yeah, that's good. good. Then you find out it All was. Right, where, where was I going? Oh yeah, guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I was uh, I was sitting there and I'm like the Brewers are obviously going to win. I'm hungry. Oh, I got avocados and pico de gallo at home, so I'm like I'm going to go home and make guacamole at 5:30 p.m. And uh so I had like half a bag of chips and guacamole for dinner and then I passed out for a little bit, woke back up at like 7 8 p.m. and then I didn't go out. I just watched Boardwalk Empire on HBO. <laughs> Did you ever see that? No, I haven't. What is that Holy about? Holy shit, dude. If you got HBO Max, or now it's just called Max. Okay. I saw the best meme where it's like, oh, I guess HBO Max is now just Max. Your move, Peacock. <laughs> so what is it about? Oh, Boardwalk Empire stars Steve Buscemi. Okay. You know who that is? Yes. And he, it's about... He's pro- in all M. Sandler films. Oh, yeah, but he's also a very good well, serious yeah, actor. He- um, He's the star of the show as a bootlegger in Atlantic City in the 20s during Prohibition. Okay. And he's also involved with politics and everything. So it's like a 1920s gangster. Like Al, There's a guy who plays Al Capone in it. 
uh, Arnold Rothstein, the guy who fixed the uh, Black Sox World Series. So it's that period of time, but it's based in Atlantic City at that time with the boardwalk when it was, you know, when Atlantic City was right. The tits. Well, Atlantic City was Las Vegas. It was Vegas. like the Vegas of the Eastern Coast. Correct. So it's during Actually, that it was time bigger. Period. It was bigger than Vegas. It's such a great show. I don't know. And it's like five seasons long. So it's just as good as The Sopranos, if not maybe even better, just because of the time period I like. Um, it's a great show. You should start watching uh, it. That thing I'm going to because I actually just got done uh, watching The Terminal List. So. Yeah, that was good. That was good, too. I started watching on uh, Amazon Prime. I think I finished it now. Is the It's called The Citadel. Okay, uh, this was the it um, the after I was done with the terminal list, it, it uh, told me to watch that. Then yeah, put it, that it, on your list after Boardwalk Empire because it just finished and it's like a cliffhanger ending for the next season. So once you get through Boardwalk Empire, it'll be a less waiting time before the second season of the Citadel comes out. Okay, um, but the Citadel was fucking great. Definitely recommend that to anybody. But now that summer's here, you're probably yeah, gonna you're, wait till yeah, wait a lot till more people fall are... and winter before you start binge watching shit. Or if it's a if it's a cold rainy day, which we're never gonna get because it's <laughs> we don't believe in rain here anymore. Jesus, Turns out, I can't believe the it, that's there's been no thunder showers yet. A little bit of something, you know, other thunder. We're going straight to tornado season. Oh yeah, <laughs> man, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Hell yeah, you know, a bowl. So if a, if a tornado, tornado. Uh, uh, a parade float. We're all just going to stand outside and watch it as it goes by. Oh, my God. I look back in my memories yep. about the 4th of July parade, and I had a post a couple years ago. Well, I had two of them, and they were both fucking hilarious. One was uh, this year during the 4th of July, uh, <laughs> we'll once again pass the uh, famous ninja float. You won't see it, but there will be a lull in the... Line in the parade, and all of a sudden your pockets will be full of candy. <laughs> I love that one. The little known ninja yep. float. And then another one is, uh, it was because now it is when everybody's running marathons. Yep. I was like, man, one day I want to get a, a trout costume and walk and run the opposite way of a marathon. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Are you sure you want to call this beer and winging it? Beer and wings? Yeah, beer and winging it. All right. Uh, so anyway, I, I thought about this. and This uh, this came up across, I think it was on my Facebook, but it was a really good uh, question. So you know how everybody has the uh, bucket list, you know, things you want to yeah. do. Okay. And we have all had the bucket list. There, You've heard of the anti-bucket list, right? No. Okay, so the anti-bucket list is things that you did on your bucket list that you wish you could take back. Okay. So, like, obviously, bucket lists are things, you know, places that you've always wanted to go to. You went to this place or things that you wanted to do. So, things that were a letdown. Correct. Or, or horrific. Yes. So, is <laughs> like, there, like, like one Like Euro thing? Trip where he goes to, uh, uh, what was oh, that, sex The uh, sex club? shop, uh, Van der Schmoot. No, it was... Uh, Vonder, yeah, Vonder, Vondersex. Yeah, Vondersex. And he forgot Club, it. Club Vondersex. Yeah, Club Vondersex. And he couldn't and say Zena, the safe word. Xena Warrior Princess yep. was the dominatrix, and he couldn't pronounce the safe <laughs> word. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, oh, and she brought out that monkey with the clamps, the symbols <laughs> crashing together. He's like, what the fuck? 
You wanted the Wunderschind and Varken. <laughs> so yeah, so if you okay. thought about that, like if if there's one thing that you've done that you uh, you know consider that it was your bucket list you wanted to do, you you did it. Yeah. And you kind of wish that you did it now because you're like, well, it wasn't as as ex- the expectation wasn't there. Yeah, you got let down. Right. Or it was horrible. I can't think of anything that I've done. Ah, oh, man, I'm trying to think. Is there anything I was really look forward to forward to that fucking turned out to be rotten eggs? I don't know. I don't think so. Usually I plan things out pretty good. Yeah. I don't think I got anything that I regret. Nope. No, so you don't have an anti bucket list. Not yet. <laughs> well Or Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. When's your next one? New Orleans. Vegas. Oh, it is in Vegas? Yep. Vegas, we'll and then the year after, it's Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. I definitely want to go down there. The French Ward. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I've heard of places, you know, you go to a place and there's just shitty people. or There's so much that can ruin a vacation, but you just got to rise above well, I, it. Well, I always look at this one. You. If you think your vacation is going shitty, I mean, you can just walk away from it. Yeah, exactly, and just be like, I'm going to go find... That's kind of like how it brought mm. up when you were doing would you rather, you know, punch some, you know, without yeah, yeah, yeah. any yeah, repercussion. Yeah. Yeah, you can always walk away and just be like like in Vegas, I know I could find something that I could just go do by myself that would make me happy. Like that pinball place that they advertise where they've got like 300 different yeah. pinball machines. I could lose myself there for 3 hours and probably spend about 50 bucks and quarters <laughs> and just have fun. And so, all of a sudden, there's some girl whispering in your ear saying, $50? Oh, pinball wizard, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Was she from Canada? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I wonder if... I you wonder, really know how to slap them paddles, I eh? wonder... <laughs> I wonder if Canadian prostitutes are, like, nice. Like, Oh, they're probably the nicest yeah. prostitutes. Oh, that the- was the best I've ever had. You know what? I'm going to give you a discount. 45 yeah. eh? Yeah. <laughs> Just give me two loonies. <laughs> and a puppers. <laughs> I'm sure that they would actually go. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Saskatchewan. <laughs> but no, not yet. I don't have anything no. on an anti-bucket list. You no, know, I, I thought about that too. And I was like. We the, had our dive bar bucket list a long time ago. Yeah, that we, we only did. did twice. We need to do that again. The dive bar run. Yeah. Find a sober driver and just go hit dive bars around the area that we've heard of that we've never been to. Why? You know how the Amish are smart with their money? Yeah. Another thing that the Amish should do is Well, they do, don't pay taxes. So. Right. <laughs> Can I but, figure out a way not to pay taxes? But if you think about it, the Amish, okay, they can rent gas vehicles. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like they've got the, they usually uh, take the cats out and stuff like that. Um What's other things that they have? Well, I mean, mostly, like, if anything's running by gas, it's fine. Why the not? Mennonite, Mennonites, yeah. I think. The actual Amish need somebody else to right. turn okay, yeah. on stuff. Yeah, that's right. But Well, Mennonites can drive vehicles <clears throat> then, too, as well. Yeah, but the straight-up Amish, the German heritage right. Amish, have somebody drive them and turn their power well, tools yes. on for them. Yes. But, okay, even as a Mennonite, why not start a uh, a DD company? Real. Oh, yeah. If they were shit, I'd ride in a horse and buggy from DV home. Fuck yeah, I would. <laughs> Put me in the back of the little 
Like, uh, I don't even have to ride up front with you. I'll just <laughs> easy jet. You know, die. I the did. The bumps are getting a little hard. So way. Can I ride the horse? A long, <laughs> like, w- probably like 20 years ago when I was working at uh, the restaurant at the time, uh, I was working with this Amish lady. How and are you going to contact them? They don't have a phone. You have to send a carrier pigeon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> From White Clay Lake back to Bondwell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Could you imagine just say, yeah, I, mean, ah, I need to drive. I need to ride home. Nobody's answered. Well, send a raven. <laughs> but I was in a horse and buggy one time. I, I I was in that horse and buggy, the uh, the Amish ones, and I'll tell you, I was a little scared up in the front because uh, you you feel like when it comes to a stop sign or even cars are going by that you feel like that horse is just gonna pull out in front of it. Oh yeah. I mean, <clears throat> in a way, because you have no control of it. You. I mean, it's not like a vehicle where you have control of the wheel. It's not like there's shocks on it that are very good either. Right. So you're just feeling like you're going to bump out, and it's not like there's an enclosure. Yeah. You're just going to fall off the side. So I'd need to lay down in the bed of one of those buggies. (laughs) Or you can just hit your vape pen enough. Oh, and I'll feel like I'm floating in the back. There. See? Yeah. And then Then I'll wake up with back pain and be like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I got a Amish DD right home. But then his daughters are there giving oh. you a back rub. Yeah, but they probably smell like Thursday's laundry. But that's what you got to deal with when you need a sober ride home. Yeah, I mean, I would, you know, I mean, that's probably, that'd be the best way to go about it. Hike up that dress, Gretchen. Fun. <laughs> Gretchen! All yeah, right. well, yeah. <laughs> well, they all they all have those weird yeah, German they do. names. Yeah. Esmeralda. <laughs> Elena? Yeah. What are you, the capital of Montana? <laughs> <laughs> hey, to one of our listeners, too, uh, it's his birthday. Uh, my brother, John. Oh, yeah? Happy birthday, John. Yeah. So uh, it's his birthday, well, the 5th, June 5th. So. so what about you? Do you have an anti-bucket list thing that you tried doing that you got let down on? You know, to tell you the truth, there was only one thing I think that was really my anti-bucket list because I'm a fan of heights. In a way, in a way. I am not. Everything you just said is not on my bucket list. Well, (laughs) that was on my bucket list, and I did do it. Um, I would say, though, that uh, one of the times uh, we did the uh, Wisconsin Dell Zipline where – the, you know how they try to make it? It's almost like an infomercial. Yeah. Trying to make it sound like exactly it's bigger. I know exactly the place you're talking yep. about, too. They make it sound like it's this big, huge, <clears throat> whatever. You're going to be going over to the Wisconsin River on this zip line, yeah. that zip line. Um, after I got done paying my $298 Holy to go on this fuck. zip line tour. Um, so is it just once or multiple No, lines? so it was uh, eight courses. Okay. They, um, An eight-course meal of zip line. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so... We and I personally, what I thought was going to happen is I thought that uh, the place that it was as was uh, just outside of downtown Wisconsin Dells, mm-hmm. and I thought that then what happens is is we get uh, more or less we get strapped up, and then they're going to put us into a a van or something, and we go like down to the the river and stuff like that where they have the course all set. Yep. So I pay for it, sitting there waiting, and all of a sudden the instructor comes and goes, okay, you guys ready? We start walking. I'm like, what? So it turns out. It was a combination hike zipline. <laughs> what it was was exactly this. So 
they did this also for people who have never ziplined or have no experience. So they actually had uh, five of the zipline, the early ones, were all like if you could imagine being on a, a ski hill, a bunny hill. That's what it was. So that was like your starter zipline? Exactly. Okay. For So finally, the last three, I'm sorry, the last two you How were How many hours did this fucking take? Hour and a half. But you only did one or two, or how many did you do? How many ziplines? It was eight eight ziplines. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, but here's the thing. The first five mm-hmm. were, like, really short. The, oh. the, like, the first one, the first one you're... Like one that you build in a haymow. <laughs> right. The first one was, like, literally, like, eight feet off the ground. And then you're going from one end, probably, I would say, about 50 feet. And then you had to learn how that's to... That's literally the haymow. Yeah. Because then what they would do is... So, if you don't know this, if you've never been ziplining, um, what the... Like they, what they try to do, like they always try to teach you how to stop yourself. Yep. Um, number one, never put. Uh, so like your zipline will be in front. Never put your hand in front of the zipline because if your if your foot if your hand gets oh, caught yeah, on the rope it would get and the zipline comes yeah, and or gonna... the the whatever the hell you go with the wheel the bearings and yep, yep. Uh, best thing to do is always grab on the back and then use the the front in between well don't you have a cord like from your chest yes going that up? you have hanging uh, down that's what you're supposed no, to so, grab. no so so you don't hang it so it, it actually like all you're doing is so like they have like ones where you can like literally sit and whatever but the one that i the, the one that we were on is where you can actually do this and then you can like oh, do a free. You can the, spin around. You can go upside oh, down. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're holding in front and behind you to, to control your motion. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen those long ones, and they just hold on to the one on your chest in yep. the middle. Yeah. Okay. So. so yeah. So then, like the first five courses were, the first five zip lines. Like I said, it wasn't fun because me personally, like I. They're short and. It's right. not that exciting. Yeah, I want the one where I'm going from cliff to cliff over <clears throat> the Wisconsin River. Th- you ever you know, see those ones that they do in the jungle in Amazon? Like, yeah. yeah, holy fuck, that's those, what I want to do. I mean, it looks cool, but I have a intense fear of heights, and I would freak out and shit my pants. They do one. I don't know exactly where it is, but I know I I'd forgot be like, what hey, country. Hey, can I take my shorts off during this because I'm going to shit my pants? Because they do one. <laughs> I forgot what country it is. They do one where you're uh, uh, you go from mountainside to mountainside, and you're over the clouds. <laughs> Dude, that would be fucking awesome. Well, here's one thing I do want to do that involves heights, but it's not like falling or any shit like that. But I want to go to Hawaii to the Big Island and go to the Keck Observatory, which, like, you have to rent a Jeep that's altitude trained, I yep. guess. And you have to stop at a, a a wayside halfway up because it's so much elevation for not only the vehicle to rest, but for your lungs to get a, accustomed to it. Oh, okay, yes. And I guess that's a pretty good view from, like, the viewpoint rest stop but if you wanted to go all the way to the top you actually go if there's like some people need oxygen tanks um but you can if you're above the clouds i've seen the pictures they look so fucking amazing and when it becomes dusk in the night you know the sun uh goes over the horizon it's like you can reach up and touch the stars it's so fucking close i want to experience that once in my life and I could turn it into a fishing trip, go on. Well, now that well, you, and our buddy Chad, his brother, actually lives out there and has, has a, some hookups with yep. some charter boats, so we could probably get a, get a deal. So I definitely want to do that with my buddy Chad. Go to the Big Island and 
hit the Keck Observatory. Oh, that wouldn't be actually bad then. That'd be f- oh, that's that's on my bucket list. Keck Observatory, K E C K. That that. If I mean, any listeners want to know what I'm talking about, just Google Google Keck Observatory and look at some of the pictures, and you're like, that's fucking amazing. That's a real. That's my kind of experience to go do. Like like I used to hike waterfalls and shit. That when I was like in my peak adult losing weight and fit, I'd just go out, take a day off work and go up to the Marinette area. Okay. All those uh, waterfalls like Dave's Falls and there's a bunch of little ones all over the place that you actually have to hike back into just to see. It's so fucking great. That's that me, nature, that type of fucking thing recharges me like you wouldn't fucking believe. Even walking through my own woods. It's so great. It's just right now, mosquitoes will kill you. I always think, though, like walking through woods. But now that they got the thermocells, it's not that bad. Well, I was just going to say, I always <clears throat> I always like walking through the woods in the fall. Oh, yeah. It's the best thing ever. Like, like the when sound I, of, when the, I'm, the, sound when of the leaves, like when you're crushing the leaves, you know, whatever, as the leaves are falling. My most content in my whole life is sitting in a tree stand during fall, during archery season. And just blending in with the woods like a goddamn ninja. And, and there it is again, the seeing, ninja. <laughs> and seeing all the wildlife around you. You see shit that you would never see except maybe on a nature right. channel. Here's my fucking all-time greatest story about sitting in a tree stand. I was watching this little red squirrel and a hawk that I had been seeing that usually would come out from behind me and it would just sort of cruise the... It would be silent. But I'd be, you know, I'd just catch it out of the corner of my eye and it would fly in front of me over the forest floor looking for something to attack. And talk about silent. It's completely silent because it's gliding. There was a little red squirrel. And this hawk came in and it was going to get it and it ran up a tree. The hawk missed it. And I could see it circling above the trees. And it all of a sudden dived down on a tree next to this squirrel, and the squirrel's just barking at it, just, and the hawk is just eyeing it down. And then out of nowhere, another hawk swoops down and fucking wham, catches the squirrel against the tree, and then they both fly off with it. I, I like, one would swoop down and where another unbelievable thing I ever saw in my life. You'll never see that unless you go hunting no. or something like that. Another time when I was like 17, I think it was a hawk. Well, two. this happened in the same season. I was sitting in the tree stand, and a hawk all of a sudden, literally 10 feet away from me, landed on a, on a dead tree. And I didn't move at all. I was just looking at it. But my view was a little obstructed. So I leaned back to get a better view of it, and it was looking in the opposite direction, and it still caught me, the little movement, and its head cranked all the way around and stared right at me, and then flew off. That'd be cool. Yeah, that was awesome. And then, it it wasn't the same night, but it was that there were a bunch of deer in front of me, so I couldn't get out of the stand. I didn't want to spook them. So it's like a half hour after the sun has gone down, the deer are still, you know, sort of traipsing away. I can't really see them. I can only hear them. And it was a clear night. The moon was out. And there's these really tall pine trees at the end of our property 
and it was a little windy and they were sort of swaying and this owl starts hooting and I can tell it's in them big pines. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's, you know, imagine that just sitting in a tree stand, it's dark out. You can barely see anything except the moon and you're hearing this hoo-hoo, just echo through the woods. Then a big gust of wind came and like the pine trees like really fucking swayed. So you got yourself like and a horror movie while, going on. While it was while it was hooting, all of a sudden it's like hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo, big gust of wind. <laughs> it went like that. And I seen it fly out of the tallest pine tree against the moon and its fucking wingspan was like an eagle it was that fucking big it was like a great horned owl or something it's kind of like one of those things where you wish you actually had the camera at well, that point yeah you had that well with at the 17 moon in the background. we didn't even have camera phones. right yeah i had a fucking nokia <laughs> you broke out your beeper yeah <laughs> god damn it <laughs> but yeah that was the other coolest experience i ever had hunting in the woods i've seen some porcupines i've seen some possums turkeys like crazy when like 20 turkeys come in in the fall you hear one and then you hear another and then like 10 minutes later a whole line of them comes through and you're just like holy shit 20 if there's turkeys. an animal that you could see in the wild that you haven't seen yet even if it's considered dangerous or not what would be the animal that you would see it doesn't matter what from what part of the world cougar 42 year 42 year old <laughs> milk <laughs> <laughs> she's coming out to push <laughs> but yeah, that that sort of adrenaline rush of seeing like a cougar, like if you're just walking through yeah. the woods and you see a cougar in a tree just staring at you, that would be cool and terrifying, but I'd appreciate the experience. I'd just slowly back away and back out. Because I've seen those videos too from guys who are out in the mountains hunting and all of a sudden they're like, the video stops and it's looking at the ground and it slowly comes up and zooms into a tree like... 40 feet from them and it's you can see a cougar's face just eyeing you down and it's like holy fuck bear no thank you i mean it'd be cool to see one but i don't want to be in a confrontation with one because that's the only animal around here that i wouldn't have no problem with the bear as long as the cubs aren't around well that's what i mean yeah you don't know if they're around no that's why i don't want the one thing i don't want to see in the woods is a bear cub yes because you know because i know that a mama's close by and if their noses are better than a fucking deer's. So, yeah, I don't want that. But it'd be still cool if I survived it. <laughs> like you see those those videos where a guy's in a tree stand and a bear runs up the tree that they're in and just to investigate him like a young bear. Yeah. Like, that's cool, but I'd be pissing my pants. Oh, I would too. Cause... But I'm trying to think of other animals around the world that would be cool to see. Like rare animals that you really don't see. I mean, I guess I've never seen a bobcat. That'd be cool, or like a lynx, or something like that. I was thinking panther. Well, that's along the along lines life. of a yep. mountain lion. Yep. A panther and a jaguar are the same thing, right? Yep. A pan a black panther is just a jaguar with correct the spots. Yes. Be pretty cool to see. I mean, I'd like to go hog hunting to see like a wild. That's boar. what I always wanted to do. I always wanted to go to Texas while they're while you're in the helicopter. <clears throat> well, just, I don't want to do the helicopter because that's. Oh, you want to do the night? The night. Uh, well, yeah, at dusk because I go see out like, on on UTVs. Yeah, and then because they know kind of where they are, 
Um, and that's then, a big, huge problem. I mean, the no, fer- well, that hog feral is... Yeah, in, in Texas, it's ridiculous. That, boar, but that wild boar is just... they Well, they have litters of 8 to 10 to 12 twice a year. So they multiply worse than rabbits. Uh, but I guess there's a problem now in Canada. They call them a super boar because they can survive the cold weather. And they're starting to come across the border from Canada into Montana, and like are those a lot the of these... ones that are actually attacking hunters then too? Yep, yep. Okay, um, that's why it's gotten because I li- listen to the Meat Eater podcast, hunting podcast yes. with Steve Ranella, but I listen to the uh, Cal's Week in Review. Cal, uh, he's one of the guys. If you watch Meat Eater, um, he does a lot of stuff in Wisconsin actually with like sturgeon spearing and uh, dip, like. Texas can uh, conservation clubs being like, you need to nip this fucking problem in the butt right now, or you're going to have the same problem we do. So like in Montana, North Dakota, there's boars coming across the border. We need to build that wall. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, But they're warning of these super pigs that can survive winters from Canada coming down into, um, the United States and wrecking havoc and basically our biggest crop area because in the Dakotas and Montana in the plains is where we get all of our grain and corn and it's the biggest area that we harvest so if pigs all of a sudden start decimating that area there's going to be a massive like culling thing from the government that comes through to be like just like down in Florida where the pythons and the Everglades, yep. they put a bounty on pythons at 50 bucks a piece. It'll be the same thing with boars. So they're trying to nip that in the bud right now. But, yeah, whenever I get – me and Chad want to go down to Austin just for the Joe Rogan's comedy Mothership. scene, the comedy mo- – but I guess there's like four or five clubs in that area, and there's live music everywhere. be a great vacation, I think. And then to top it off, at the end of the vacation, go outside of the city to one of those places that has a hog problem, and go for two days and fill some. Coolers. And I don't even think I don't think there there is there's not even a limit. No, yeah. Like if you if you pay like the three hundred dollar all inclusive thing, it's as many pigs as you can get. So, but have you ever heard how the how pig is i mean how that oh, wild delicious board? is it really like i remember our friend our friend ryan that i uh roomed with him in platteville when he was going to college in platteville he lived in town here yep. up by the church uh his mom and stepdad stepdad al when they were living up in wabino he had gotten some wild boar and when they i helped him move into their house in wabino when they had it they sold it since but the next morning he cooked up eggs and wild boar holy shit was it good and i had wild boar from chad when he went once before it's delicious um another thing i want to do is go up to alaska halibut fish halibut because i had halibut from chad once when he went up there and jesus christ baked halibut is so do you good. ever know yeah i mean that's like one thing like we, <clears throat> we aren't as lucky as we're pretty lucky i mean we are in a way i mean for well, let's just say like certain meats, certain stuff like that. Yeah, like but ven- like seafood, seafood wise, no, 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 no. But so like our version of living on the coast and being able to get like crab and shrimp and venison. lobster, venison and turkey is basically what we got here. Um, so we're pretty blessed in that yeah. aspect. But but so, I mean, like if the shit went down, I had to 
like the power grid was down, I could survive easily off of wild game well, around I, here. Because I always wanted to, uh, one of the things I always want to do is I always want to go on the East Coast and I want to have a fresh, like, Maine lobster. Maine lobster, Me yes. Too. My that, parents went on a. Matt, that and crab. The best time to actually go is in fall for that too. Jubilee down in Alabama around the Gulf Coast. Okay. Uh, like once or twice a year, this will happen like April or end of March, April, where the oxygen level in Mobile Bay becomes like there's not as much oxygen from the tide. And all of a sudden, all the uh, uh, oceanic wildlife like crabs and from shrimp and underneath flounder, the mud and sand and all that they rise up from the bottom and just float on the top and people can just go out and grab them and throw them in buckets and they have just giant clam bakes and seafood in that area holy shit and they call it the jubilee there's like people just like smelt fishing yep. up uh by superior like there's somebody out there on the beach every night watching and then when it happens they're fucking ringing the neighbors and they got a bell that they ring and they just yell out jubilee like a because it only lasts like four or five hours but you can fucking haul all you can now do they know exactly when that time comes no or do you have to more or less sit there it's and like wait? a it's like a two-week time period between the end of march and beginning of april so they sit out there like it's black friday yeah exactly so there's always somebody out like a watcher <laughs> Like, apparently there's a story of an old lady who lives on the coast, and she has a bell that she rings, and but now I'm sure she's got a cell phone. <laughs> she's trying to go the old Paul Revere way, I see. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it was back in the day, but now, you know, people know, and whenever it happens, whether it's at night or in the early morning hours, fucking yell jubilee, and people you start You know, that's coming. something I do want to do sometime. Maybe we should do it sometime. I don't know if you have one of those. We can do the shrimp boil. Yeah, I want to go down crawfish. I want, oh, crawfish. Yeah, I want to go down for that. Just again, it's like around beginning of April. Yeah, because that's the season when they really spawn and easy to catch. So yeah, I want to go down and do that once in my life. There's so too. many things that you know, like, and this is like a bucket listing. There's so many yep. things that that you can think of, I mean, and that's with anybody. You know that there's so many places that people have not been to. Well, that's all I, why I love Wisconsin. There's so many fucking things just in Wisconsin I haven't gone to yet. House on the Rock, I've been there, but there's the Dells. There's the the caverns up in where you kayak into those yep. underground caverns. There's smelt fishing up on Lake Superior. There's, you know, we got Brewer games, Badger games. I've never been to a Badger game. I want to go to that. Uh, you go in that entire spring green area where... You know, it's called the driftless area where the glaciers didn't smooth over the uh, land and it's all rocky and mountainous. I mean, I've been in there before, but there's so much more in there that I haven't seen. There's so much shit in Wisconsin you could just travel to and never see all of it in your lifetime. Rib Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Drove by it plenty of times. Um, The NFL draft. Oh, yeah. Shit. We didn't mention that. Yeah, we didn't mention that last week. NFL draft coming in 2024 to Green Bay. 2024. Five? Five. Yeah, next year's 2024. Yep. 2025. So, yeah, guess who's taking off work that Thursday night you know, and Friday? <laughs> so, like, the one thing we were actually just talking, you know, so I got everybody that at work, and they're all like, dude, that's, you know, because you know damn well everybody's going to take off, you know, for it. Yeah, they I should know. just have a national holiday in Wisconsin for everybody just to have off on that Friday. That Friday. Um, 
And I have some of the workers, they like to talk smart and think they know everything. And I, I personally said to them, I go, I think Green Bay is going to fuck it up. I don't think they are, but I think it's going to be such a shit show because it's the first time an event that big is going to be in Green Bay that it's going to be a shit show. But because I get don't there early, I don't see the only way I the only reason why I say that I could see something going wrong is where are they going to have this all being placed? And then they said at Lambeau Field. Yeah, I know at Lambeau so Field, know but what side fielder in, in the atrium? No, I, I, I would assume that I don't I think what. Obviously, they're going to have to come out into the stage outside where the crowd is, okay? I think that'll be after the TV shit where they come on stage with the podium and all that. Well, yeah. They... But, I mean, where they're going to hold the um, the players that are, you know, because they all have, like, their little cubicles that they go before they walk out into the yeah, stage. Yeah, I think that's all going to be in the atrium. And I'm just, I, I have that... so much, you only have so much room on both sides of Lambeau. Yeah. Whether if it be on the rest center side of on Oneida or on towards Title Town District because that area where you have Hinterland Brewery and all that, there's that's not a lot of space. No. So where are you going to you can't have it where you're gonna have the well, draft like the stage of the draft on one side and you're gonna have more people on that side, well, but Lambeau okay. Field's gonna block it. Yeah, but even when they have it like, at these places, the actual draft where the players are going up, there aren't there aren't a lot of no. fans around. No, they're all having watch parties at the bars yeah. around the stadium. So that's what's going to happen is you're going to have giant watch parties at all these places. Well, while, yeah. The other thing they could, instead of the atrium, they could do that Johnsonville Broadhouse because that's pretty big. Like in the parking lot. I don't, they know built if I, I don't know if you'd be able to hold all those draft picks in there. I bet you you could. Or have them be waiting in the atrium and then as, you know, okay, we think these 20 players are going to be going next, have them come over I to think, the Broadhouse. Yeah, I, I uh, It'd just be fun. Shannon brought up a really good point. It'd just be fun, funny on ESPN to be like, well, they're walking over to the Brat House. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Shannon brought up a really good point. Shannon said it would be cool if they came walking down the steps right from Lambeau to, on the Oneida uh, gate side, which is right by the Packers parking lot. Yeah. And they come walking down that onto the stage. Like, if they blocked off a, a portion of the par- parking lot to be the stage, that would be kind of cool, too. That's probably what I'm wondering, if they're going to use that whole area for the stage. But then you got to count on the weather cooperating. I just think it's going to be snowy. Well, where's there? If it was this year, where is parking going to be? Well, like I said, yeah. you're, on the other side of the stadium, you'd have parking. But yeah, you're gonna. I mean, you have to remember, like everybody's going to have to take yeah. shuttle buses in because everybody was like, "Well, uh, I remember there was like people Rush that were talking saying, well, Green Bay, they do a great job for a Packer home game.' Yeah, that's like eighty thousand. We'll just say. Yeah, you're talking three hundred and fifty three times that three hundred fifty yeah. to four hundred thousand people. Yeah, yeah, in a three day event. Yep. So, like I said, those like the bar and Anduzis and Hinterland. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna be elbow to elbow packed. They're, yeah. I'm I'm just worried that there's gonna be so many people. There is not gonna be no room for anybody to go anywhere. Yeah. That's what's going to suck. That's where I think the, the issue is going to be. Because yeah. everybody's going to want to be in that district. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be mayhem for moving around. Yeah. I mean, like driving be, is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. It's there. You're going to have shuttle buses. They'll have Lombardi completely shut down. Or Oneida. And Oneida. Yeah. Up to Jimmy John's <laughs> in Buffalo I, Wild I Wings. I jokingly said. Holy shit. Do you know how packed Buffalo Wild Wings is going to be? Yeah. 
I said, yeah, I jokingly said, you know where they should have the draft at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> the, it comes out with a bunch we're of gonna, tickets. We're going to reopen Shakey's Pizza. <laughs> yeah, no comes out, this was my childhood dream, and this is my childhood restaurant. It comes out with tickets. Yeah. Who's this fucking <laughs> And this fucking pencil eraser costs it 100 tickets. Instead of, instead of Roger Goodell, it's that fucking rat comes oh, yeah. out with the jersey. <laughs> Or it's Roger Goodell in there was the costume. A, so there was a guy that actually, um, he uh, posted a video. That this was like maybe, oh, fuck. Matt, you obviously remember Showbiz Pizza before it was Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. Okay, and, and you remember the big monkey ape, and then they had the cheerleader yep, yep, yep. and the surfer guy. Well, anyway, this guy took this video. He was like one of the guys that was closing up, and he goes... This is imagine this we're at night working or uh cleaning up. You're the only one left in there. And all of a sudden he showed like the stage of all of them and they're all just standing all the there. Animatronic yeah. things you mean? And they're just yeah. he's like, imagine and uh <laughs> what did what he whatever the hell that girl is. Yeah. He ended up his buddy ended up uh behind by the control panel. And when he was cleaning up, all of a sudden, he would just have that rat. The eyes would go like this. <laughs> and then and the pom-poms would go up and down. Holy fuck. If you were high and that happened, you'd just be like, I think it was a haunted house. <laughs> well, Chuck E. Cheese is a haunted house with the, all those fuck trophies around. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, children. Kids. kids. <laughs> That's what they call them. I'm going to take a picture of this other stout with a wax top. Because it's pretty fucking cool. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. And uh, we'll try this one. Thanks, Jody. Um, yeah, we should... I think we've been talking for an hour already. We better get to the other shit. But yeah, yeah that whole uh, situation might turn out to be some bad news for Green Bay. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. So... You'll, my transitioning on this show is just the fucking best. <laughs> uh, Settle I, down. Quit giving I, yourself so much credit. <laughs> I'm jerking myself off here. <laughs> um, I only had like one. I, I'm, I'm not sure if this is a fake story or not okay. because I saw it on Facebook. And <laughs> so Paducah, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I thought there was like a date or something. <clears throat> no, I didn't okay. have a date on this. From the Paducah Insider, so I'm not sure if this is a real uh, newspaper or not. Paducah? Paducah, Kansas. A local woman is the talk of the town after an outrageous claim that she recently made. Sierra Munson, 24, of Paducah, says that she was impregnated by a Bigfoot while on a camping <laughs> trip a few months ago. <laughs> it's the only logical explanation, says Munson. A longtime employee at the Dairy Queen in McCracken County. <laughs> McCracken County? That's why I think this might be fake, yeah. but I still love it. Yeah. My husband is sterile, so we thought we couldn't have kids. Now I'm pregnant, and the only way that this could happen is if a Sasquatch was the daddy. Sierra's husband fully supports his wife, even though her story sounds a bit far-fetched. She was on a cabin trip with her girlfriends a while back, says Harold Munson, 53 of Paducah. 53 and 24. Uh... She said the Bigfoot snuck into her tent and had his way with her. I believe my wife. We've been married for a long time, and she's never lied to me before. <laughs> Experts of the scientific community have been quick to voice their skepticism. 
Dr. Albert, Albert Furman, a renowned geneticist at the prestigious Mayfield Community College, what re- the <laughs> remarked, from a biological standpoint, the likelihood of interspecies breeding is virtually non-existent. While Bigfoot sightings remain an intriguing mystery, we must rely on factual evidence and not personal anecdotes. Meanwhile, Harold Munson says that he looks forward to confronting Bigfoot one day, soon to give him a piece of his mind. I got some strong words for that Sasquatch, said Harold, and he won't like hearing what I have to say, that's for sure. This is a developing story. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's fake, but it's so funny I had to fucking I feel like I just hit your vape pen right there listening to that story. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, boy. Oh, all right. Well, even if that was, you know, just uh, maybe just, we should just have like a, a, a part of the show where, where we, we read just... onion headlines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously getting knocked up by Bigfoot or Sasquatch. That's obviously one of them. <laughs> All right. This one happened on May 12th uh, in uh, uh, California, I believe so. Well, with multiple camera shots and slick editing, former pilot Trevor Jacob documented a dramatic moment when his small plane crashed into a California hillside in the Santa Barbara County just moments after he jumped from the pitcock and parachutes. Yeah, the, the, cockpit? the cockpit. Oh, Did I say, say pitcock? You said pitcock. Uh, cockpit. <laughs> parachuted to safety. There I was in the pitcock. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible fucking experience. Put that on my anti-bucket list. Yeah, right. <laughs> You guys want to go to the pitcock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, shit. In 2021 video uploaded to the YouTube with the title, I Crashed My Airplane, it quickly, quickly amassed hundreds and thousands of views, and it was all staged. <laughs> On oh, Wednesday, Jacob29 pleaded guilty to a felony charge of obstructing a federal investigation after admitting to intentionally crashing the plane to get views on his YouTube account. The State Department of Justice announced he is facing Jacob took off from the Lompoc City Airport in Santa Barbara County on April 24, 2021 in a single-engine Taylor Craft jet on a solo flight purposely destined for Mammoth Lakes. In the YouTube video, Jacob claimed he intended to spread someone's ashes over Los Padres National Forest. Once over the mountain, the video shows Jacob saying the plane's lone engine had failed. Holy shit, I'm over the mountains and I'm going to fucking die. The engine's out. With a parachute already strapped to his back. Okay, I was going to ask, yeah. how did he crash and survive? Jacob then jumped out of the plane, gripping a selfie stick to record himself. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing I'd think of. Cameras mounted inside and outside the aircraft showed it descended over the hills and eventually crashed into dry brush. How much insurance did he have on this fucking plane? I don't know. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you, higher power, for watching over me, he said after hiking to the wreckage. Then he trekked out of the forest, flagged the driver. driver. Uh, Jacob waited two days to report the crash to the National Transportation Safety Board, which was uh, which told him to preserve the wreckage. Uh the NTSB officials didn't know where the plane went down, but after two weeks after the crash, he and a friend flew a helicopter at the crash site, airlifted the wreckage, and uh, they ended up doing the... Uh, the black box? Yep. And prosecutors all say Jacob lied to the federal investigators and FFA, FAA safety inspector when, they, when he told them the plane had lost power and he could not identify a safety place to land. After all that, they found Holy out that shit. was all, and especially the fact that he had all those cameras all over. What a fucking retard. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so if it's a jet, it's definitely $200,000. Yep. And he purposely crashed a jet to get views on YouTube. Three million views, it says. That how was much, it. Yeah, how, how much ad revenue is that? I mean, we only not got enough like, to cover. We his, only got like four dollars and eighty cents over the last two years. Not enough to cover <laughs> his ass getting raped in federal prison. Oh my goodness! All right, I'm opening. I don't have any other bad news, but I am opening this. Uh, the one with the wax top. This another bourbon barrel aged stout. Uh, it's called Pre Dawn, which is a Russian imperial stout. So let's try this one out here. Come grab this. Okay. I poured half out in my glass. It's I, got one of those, like, at the. it's a black label, and at the bottom it has a little girl in a pink dress holding, like, a weird psycho uh, bunny, like a stuffed bunny. Almost like uh, almost like the cover of the Corn album where she's playing hopscotch. Oh, yes. And going over the cliff. You just tried it. How was it? Because the public indecency actually still has kind of like that... I mean, going from that to that, it. I actually like this better. You like that better? Yeah, this is yeah. I don't know. This has got a little, uh, a little bite on the end, but it's not like dry or anything like a hoppy taste. It's fucking yeah. I like this. Huh. So yeah, thanks, Jody. Uh, right. Yeah, the pre-dawn Russian Imperial Stout. It has a green wax top that took me about five minutes while <laughs> Hollow was doing the bad news story here yeah to get off but hey well worth it if you're only gonna have <laughs> no two shit, beers right? if you're only gonna have two beers fucking get out a knife and i did it with my thumbnail but yeah i like it <laughs> all right well i got one more bad story and then we can uh move to- on to some cards eh? yeah so this one actually happened if i'm correct this happened in uh back in oklahoma uh Back in if Hey I'm Wisconsin, correct. get your shit together. No Fond shit. Get some more news yeah. stories out. Where okay, yeah. Guys, guys, uh, in a high speed so chase the with incident, a skid steer. The incident happened in Oklahoma back in December, but the story and uh, the court case and all that is now, or um, authorities are now being involved in this one. Where was so, it? This is in Oklahoma. This happened back in December, but this story just came out now. So, just so you have that. Kind of idea. So it turns out Kansas City authorities are still looking for a whereabouts of Xavier. Babudar. I was wanting to make name my son Xavier. Did you? Professor Xavier. Pervert, Professor Xavier. Well, what'd you know? <laughs> you want to know who par, or Babudar is, though? As Chief Saholic. <laughs> if you don't know what Chief Saholic is, it's the Kansas City Chiefs superfan accused. That's right. He's been known as... A, I did hear about this. He was accused of robbing banks to finance trips and watch the Chiefs play away games from coast to coast. Babudar is specifically accused of robbing a bank in Oklahoma back in December. Babudar was set to be arraigned on charges related to the alleged crime spree in March. However, he skipped bail and has since disappeared. Just remember like we... Yeah, I've seen this on McAfee. Yeah. Kansas City Crime Stoppers is hoping to generate new interest in Babudar's whereabouts. The organization was added him to the Kansas City's most wanted fugitive list. Oh, my goodness. Number five. Hey, moving up in the world. Yeah, right? Crime Stoppers says that even though Babudar is, is wanted in the Tulsa area, his last known address is in Overland Park, Kansas, and he knows people in the metro. And that is why uh, he is on the Kansas City area list. Uh there is an active warrant out for him, and he. Uh, if I found, got warrants. <laughs> if found, he will be held on a million dollar bail. There is also an unspecified monetary award for information leading to him. All right, get out there, Oklahomans. 
and uh, Kansas City uh, Overland Park people get out there and get that Chief Super Van behind bars. Fuck that. Let them on the run. I want to see him go to more games. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing him, that's what he's probably going to do. He's just, you know. That reminds me of uh, Zach Bryan's song. It's called Oklahoma Smoke Show. It's about a girl who doesn't get out of a... Never mind. <laughs> Call him. That should be his nickname, the Oklahoma Smoke Show. Because he disappears like a ninja dust. Uh, all right. Is that all the bad news you got? That's all the bad news I do have. I'm going to save the other story I had. Yeah, I had for... some other ones, but I'm going to save them too. Yeah. So. We only need a couple for right. each segment. So let's move on. Actually, okay, let's quick talk about our trip next weekend that you're going to miss. Yep. Now that I found out, thanks a lot, WWE. Yeah. Uh, you've got to work, so you're not going to be joining us for the Wisconsin Rapids baseball no. with the Point Craft Brewery Lazy River where they yep. send drinks down to you. All right, and then shut we go up. To the, shut up. And we go to a strip club shut and up. square bar afterwards. Everyone, shut up. Uh, it's okay. I found a replacement for you. Uh, Taylor is going to be joining us. Yep. Our buddy, and he doesn't work Friday, so now I'm just waiting on Craig to confirm, or if he can't, then our buddy Trevor hopefully can come. But we're not going to go to the Sky Supper Club like originally planned because now I've got plans that Saturday afternoon and night. Uh, Oh, yeah, what's that? Might be on a date. Womp womp. Anyway, shush. (sighs) Moving on. Um, Okay. But since you're not going to be there and you're a mainstay of the Supper Club review, we'll pick another one out of the hat for June. The River Falls days. You said for June. Are we going to be able to make this one? We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to figure out what the Supper Club is first and then work okay. on a day for all me, you, and Robert to go. Excuse me. Okay, yeah, sounds good. How many weddings do you have this month? I don't have any more weddings, but I just have uh, next Sunday I have... Oh, yeah, I was going to let you know. Next Sunday I have a... Uh, DJ. So I don't know if you're gonna want to do an afternoon or like a, a night one during the week. Well, maybe we can do it really early Sunday or okay Monday. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then the week after Friday, obviously the exit bash for yeah. Wayne's, and then I have to DJ at Lumberyard. Then that Saturday, which is the the day before Father's Day. All right. <clears throat> okay. So I have picked all right the nutshell in Andigo. The nutshell and Antigo. Yes, and I've seen the. They've got like a. I don't know if this. You has know what a, we could do? We could have our friend Allie meet up with us then. That would be fucking awesome. Right. We should message her right now to see. All right. I'm going to send ask right her now. on the weekends. I, I'm going to do a snap right now. Wow. Okay. Hey Allie. Uh. So anyway, we are in the middle of our podcast, and uh, we, we picked are, our new supper club. We picked our new supper club for June, and it turns out it is the nutshell in Anigo. That's right. So we, we were, were thinking like, that you become part of our foursome, me, you, Robert, and Hollow. That's right. And we're gonna come. We're gonna come hang out. Maybe we're lucky enough. Maybe we could stay at your place. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, and maybe hit uh, Texas Jays North. <laughs> of course you would do that so uh i just want to let you know that uh whenever you get this just uh send me a text snap, and call. let us know what what uh weekends you're available in june to go do this yes all right all right all right so we'll we'll try to make the nutshell and anigo work probably going to be towards the end of the month i'm guessing yeah but also i i, I thought about this then too 
Um, I do want to do. Um, I was thinking about this. Uh, I want to do a, a side one coming up. Uh, do you have anything going on July first? I'll have to. Why? Where are you thinking? I was thinking of like I wanted to. Like I said, I wanted to try the uh, one of them that's not on our list. Uh, maybe like ten oh one club, or you know. Okay. Obviously, someplace close. Well, I guess. yeah, and I, our crops is still on our list too. That right. will probably hit during the winter. Yeah, just because it's closer and it's. I don't know. Like it's I was not, thinking, it's like that. Technically, or even, in the nine two zero, but it's or rivers, it's close to us, or even Rivers Bend, or there's that one that just opened in De Pere too, as well. Yeah, there's a bunch of them in the Green Bay area. It's just we'll we'll probably save those for winter. Yeah, that is actually true. Yeah, never mind. So I don't know, but I just thought you know, oh, or another thing we could do is we could just have a little lazy cookout yeah i'm all for that well we still have to invite your sister and her friend and do the brisket and bloody mary one day and have them on the podcast again so yeah we'll do we'll do that sometime this summer maybe in july or august so oh yeah and we're going to uh live from the 715 is going to donate a bike then this year for the kids bike raffle we're going to do that and we just donated a whiskey barrel planner yep uh thanks to my buddy chad at Grainworks old and new yep uh for the uh, golf outing that was yesterday, who got that? Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, I'll okay. find out tomorrow. But yeah, on the uh, Facebook Live, they shuttered. If you're following us and you're not Celebrate Bondo, please do the other. Uh, give a big, or, uh, you know, big follow to them too as well for all they do. Yeah, be a friend, tell a friend, spread the love. And we're gonna donate another one for the Good Vibes Golf Outing. Yeah, Good Vibes Golf Outing coming up in July. I believe it is. June. It's on a Monday, but yeah. So we're donating another whiskey planner. Uh, those are always nice yeah and i'm gonna clean because these were actually beer barrel planters the other two that i have so i'm gonna my sprayer i was gonna spray it with deck wash to brighten it up and make it pop but my sprayer stopped working <laughs> well it's the first time i tried it in two years <laughs> i was just gonna say uh, so um, <laughs> wait yeah, I, I have no water <laughs> well no those the pump wasn't working yeah. on it so either i gotta buy a new one or fix this one so i'm gonna make this other one i'm gonna clean it up because there's some uh because it was a beer one, there's some mold on the inside, so I got to brush it out in anyway. Um, but yeah, I'll clean those up, and you have a chance to win that on one of the bucket raffles that they have for the Good Vibes Golf Outing. So check also, out we're Good tr- Vibes Bar and Grill on Facebook in Bondwell, Wisconsin. Also, we're gonna try to figure out maybe. Uh, I- I'm gonna go. I'm a. I'm going to go and buy an- another giveaway for okay. one of our listeners. I don't then know. Maybe want- an idea of some sort. You want me to just keep the money for the whiskey barrel and you keep the money for the bike, or how much was the bike? The bike will probably be... Because uh, it's a kid's bike. It's only yeah, five bucks, right? Right. All right, I'll give you like 10 or 20. Okay, sounds good. And I'll go and I'll pick up the bike for And that. then you don't have to give me any money for the planter. We See, get, we're working things yeah. out, people. See, I don't know if you know. We're trying money. to give back to the community. That's what it's all about. So and to our about, listeners. Yeah, we love you guys. Yeah. Let's move on to the 1991 <laughs> Upper Deck Baseball. Get some good juju going. Let's get a let's get a fucking Chipper Jones or a Greg Maddox or a some guacamole. Mike, uh, some guacamole, <laughs> dude. If I pick, what if on one of these Andre Scalaraga? Yeah, <laughs> the big cat. Yeah, we just got a card. It was just a, a mortar and pestle with a bunch of guacamole in it. <laughs> All right. Uh, another White Sox sticker hologram card. Oh, Allie about, just sent me a snap. All right, we'll, we'll check that out later. Got about six of those. All right, for the Cardinals, Bob Tweaksbury, 
pitcher. I remember him. Uh, for the Blue Jays, David Wells, who I saw this morning on this day, uh, threw a perfect game for the Yankees while hungover. Uh, shout out to David. Or no, was that David Wells? Yeah. Y- yes. The big David. fat boy. Yeah. I yep. love him. Big. And he played for Toronto too, if I'm correct. Well, that's why the 91 card is a Toronto card. Yeah, okay, I yep. think after he went from Toronto, he went to the Yankees. The Yankees, yes. Yeah. He went out the night before, got fucking shit faced, got like three hours of sleep, woke up for the game and threw a perfect <laughs> game. One of only 15 at the time in major league history. Shout out David Wells. All right. Moving on to the Expos. Uh, Ivan Calderon, I remember him, but he was just sort of a utility player, not a Hall of Famer, I don't think. From the Padres, Greg Harris. From the Orioles, I love that jersey, Dwight Evans. From the Tigers, Steve Searcy. From the Angels, Dave Parker, utility player. Dave Parker. From the Blue Jays, Mike Timlin. From the Cubs, Danny Jackson. From the St. Louis Cardinals, Ozzie Smith. I oh, finally, that's a... finally got a good card. Yep. The Wizard. From the Dodgers, Bob Ojeda. Bob Ojeda. From the Astros, not Nolan Ryan, but another pitcher, Al Ozuna. Nobody knows. From the Giants, Rick Ruschel. From the Cardinals again, Tom Pagnazzi. And the last card I got is from the Giants, and it's Kevin Mitchell. <sighs> Only thing I got is Ozzie Smith. Smith. All right, so and it's not a specialty card; it's his actual card, so worth more. So if I, if you get uh, better than Ozzie Smith or two equal to Ozzie Smith, you win, and you'll probably win the whole shebang. And I'll have to chug a fucking IPA and buy the next because we only have three packs left. And buy the next set. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so here we go. Screaming, oh, sports, you're going to get some business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so here we go. First off from the Sox, Lance Johnson. Next up, Marty Barrett of the Red Sox. Oh, shit. Fuck you. Another Frank Thomas. Yeah. That's equal of Ozzy Smith, I'd say. Okay. All right. Steve Chitrin of the uh, A's. Luis Soho of the... Uh, Los Angeles Angels, or sorry, Anaheim at the time. The uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, Stan Belinda. Corey Snyder of the Sox. Bo Alfred. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jackson. I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm yeah. fucked. Uh, of the Indians, John Barfield of the Rangers. Scott Sanderson of the A's. Mike Timlin of the Toronto. I just Road. had him. Yeah, Blue Jays. <laughs> Ken Howell. All right, I win now. Fred McDavis. And then a Brett Butler. And not the actress. <laughs> <laughs> and then to finish it off, Red Sox sticker. All right. Yay, I win. You're ahead by three, so there's no way I can win. <laughs> you want to open up the rest of them now? Why don't we? I, right. I mean, what would be the point? Unless you want to save the for the last one. No, I don't. Okay. Oh, that one probably had the... <laughs> Michael Jordan or Nolan Ryan in it. <laughs> Went right over your head. All right, I'm going to open two packs. You open one. All right. Oh, no. My public indecency fell over. Okay, so before we go back to the card opening, should I open up the snap and have it over the mic and see what Allie says? Yeah, go ahead, because it's going to take me a minute to open these foil packs. So she just sent a snap and snatch chat, and this is what she has to say. That's what they should name, like, a dating app. Currently on my 
my way out to go kayaking right now, but I would love to be a part of your foursome. You guys are more than welcome to crash at my house. Uh, I'll look at my calendar. I'll let you know what weekends are free, and let's burn down the town. Yeah. I'm going to Texas, Chase. Sorry, Big Daddy. Oh, come on. Uh, Maybe I'll go to Texas, Jays, and leave you all fucking by your lonesome. <laughs> I like strip clubs. What can I say? The ladies treat me nice. They sang me happy birthday at Lickety Splits. No shit, right? <laughs> Alrighty. I've got both packs open, so this is going to be a longer one. From the Expos. Otis Nixon. From the Expos. A lot of Expos. Barry Jones. From the Braves. Holy shit. What's this guy's name? Odibe McDowell. Holy shit. Odibe. 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 From the Athletics. Not the baby. Eric Schnow. Okay. From the Cubs, Derek May. From the Padres, Jim Presley. From the Padres, Jim Presley again. I think these were repacked. Uh, from the Rangers, Gary Pettis. From the Mets, Vince Coleman. From the Cubs, Mark Grace. Not a bad one, but still. Yeah, from the Cubs, yeah. From the Dodgers, Jeff Hamilton. From the Orioles, Dwight Evans again. Hey, a baseball heroes. Is this who I think it is? The return to Milwaukee. Holy shit. If I would have had this card earlier, 24 of 27. There's only 27 cards of those? And this was back in 91. Yeah. After nine nine seasons in Atlanta, Hank Aaron returns to Milwaukee to become part of the Brewers. Number 24 of 27, 1975. Dude, hope, that, that's baseball heroes Hank Aaron card. Sorry, I'm going to look right now at. All right. 1991 Upper Deck Baseball Heroes. I think this is 24 of 27 as it as in there were 27 different yeah. baseball heroes cards, but this is the Hank Aaron Milwaukee Brewers card. All right. Returning to Milwaukee after playing with the Braves. Milwaukee Braves, he moved to Atlanta with the Braves, yep. came back to Milwaukee when they become the Brewers. All right, from the Dodgers, Kirk Gibson. This is a hot pack. God damn it. Holy shit. I know this one's worth a lot of money. Holy shit. Hollow. This is... So this is when I think Ricky Henderson broke the stolen base record. 239. I've seen this card before as one of the top... uh, top cards in this box as being valuable by the way that ricky henderson one or uh the uh hank aaron one right now is the the high are uh, the average price right now of that is 23 dollars yeah not bad that would for paid, that paid yeah. for half this box exactly but this card along with it um it tells how in 74 lou brock swiped 118 bases Breaking Maury Willis's single season record of 104 stolen bases. And this is the card where Ricky Henderson beats that record and has a career high of 939 stolen bases. This, I know, this card, number 636. So look up Upper Deck 91 
yep. six thirty six Ricky Henderson. I think that's worth like ten fifteen bucks for sure. Fucking hot pack. Wish I would have grabbed yeah, it. Fuck yeah, it would. Yeah, you would have easily right. had that. Mark Davis from the Royals. Charlie Hugh of the White Sox. Bill Long of the Cubs. For the Indians, Eric King. Now we're moving on to a new pack. Jerome Walton of the Cubs. Candy Maldonado of the Brewers. Fucking A. Jim Presley of the Padres. Steve Farr of the Yankees. Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty, and what was the other one? About twenty five. Yep. Pays for this box. Franklin Stubbs of the Astros for the Giants. Willie McGee. Not a bad card. No. Uh oh, we got a specialty card here. If I can get these cards away from each other, because they're sticking. Holy shit. Dude, this is the card that we've been looking for on the... We might... Holy fuck. I think this is probably the best pack we had for the whole... Well, these were the last two packs, yeah. and this is the Hank Aaron hologram fucking card. Oh, shit. This is, like, the one on the box that they're like, this is the card to get. This is card number HH1, Hank Aaron. Let me read this. Get the mic closer while I get in the light. Maybe I should turn on my flashlight for this one. This is Hank Aaron hologram card. HH1. HH1. Got it right here. Perform. Here was a baseball series. Hall of Famer Hank Aaron will be among many baseball heroes. Dude, we're going to want to get that graded. Yeah. Slated. Uh, Aaron National League MVP in 57, participated in 24 All-Star Games. Nickname the Hammer. So, yeah, this is... So, if you don't get it graded, it's at $11. If you get it graded and it goes 7 half or more, it's already considered $90. All right. Yeah, we got to get this graded. Holy shit. I'll, if you want to see this one. Yeah. This, but be careful. Don't get your yeah. oil on your fingers too bad. Yeah, in that box over there, we got the sleeves next to the... Yeah, that black box. Yeah, put that in here right away. Yeah, both these Hank Aaron ones. And this Ricky Henderson one. Holy shit. This is like the card on the box where they're like, look for the Nolan Ryan autograph and the Hank Aaron hologram card. And we got the fucking Hank Aaron hologram card. After, after, after I already lost, that's when I find the fucking Hank Aaron hologram card. Look at that fucking Dude, card. That's like the. That. Yeah, I we should. We got to take on our socials. Yeah, we got to take that one on the socials. That's a fucking awesome card. Let me run through the last couple. Okay. Though. All right. Maybe I'll get the Nolan Ryan yet. <laughs> uh, for the Mariners, Brian Holman. Holy shit, we got a Barry Bonds collector's choice card too. Dude. That- was this still all in the one pack yet? Or well, the was last two. The so last two packs. An Astros, Mark Portugal. So, yeah, I got to look up that one, too, now. I'm going to tell Bonds. you this right now. I saw some of the cards on my pack, too. Dude, these last three packs are, are badass. Yeah. Are you ready for mine? Hold on. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. From the Red Sox, Roger Clemens. Roger? Yes, Roger. Roger. After that one. From the Kansas City Royals, George Brett. Decent card. Yeah. All right. After that, it is, well, Sid Bream. I mean, I remember him, but, yeah. All right. Next up for the Brewers, Jamie Navarro. 
All right. For the Astros, Daryl Kyle. For the Reds, Eric Davis. Danny Darwin of the Boston Red Sox. Mike Poligliero. I always <laughs> I always screwed up his name. Poligliero. Ah, fuck, whatever. Mikey P of the Twins. Mark Portugal of the Astros. A Pete Incavilia of the uh, Tigers. The Terry Steinbach of the A's. Ooh, checklist. <laughs> uh, Gary Gaetti of the Angels, who was always roided up. My God, if you wait till you see that picture. Kelly Down Syndrome. It was Kelly Downs. And to finish it off, a Kevin. Wait, what is this? This is a. This is like a special card. Kevin Belcher. Huh. What is it, a rookie or something? I have no idea what the fuck this is. This is a star rookie. Well, I don't recognize those names. No, so. Well, I do know Belchers, but not this Belcher. So, yeah. But, dude, that uh, that trumps them all what you just had before. I mean, if you could just go back in time. If you could turn back time. <laughs> if I could turn back time. Da-da-da. All right. Well, I'll load this up. Uh, we'll move on to our comedian of the week. Yeah, which is Paul F. Tompkins. You probably know him from comedy sketches more or movies because he's been in a ton of stuff. He's got a very recognizable voice, so you might recognize him. Uh, but in this uh, skit, he does he did a lot of stand up. He's probably got four four albums out. I think he's a great storyteller, and he's telling a story about one of the first jobs he had ever had at a video rental store. So. Take a listen to this. Mm. The longest I'd ever held any job in television was as a panelist on a show called Best Week Ever. (laughs) Too late, too late. You should have been several million people a couple years ago. (laughs) Best Week Ever was a pop culture week in review show. Every Friday night it was me and a bunch of other comedians Uh, sitting one at a time in front of colored construction paper, (laughs) making jokes. The show was extremely low budget, right? It was, basically, we weren't even in a TV studio. We were in an office building, and our set was in a disused office where there was just enough room for the camera, a chair, and the construction paper, right? (laughs) That was it. Now, at that time, we shared a wall with another TV show, the I Love The series of programs. I love the 70s, I love the 80s, I love the 90s. This was a show where a totally different group of comedians would sit in front of a totally different roll of construction paper. And they would wax comedic about a bygone decade. Like they would pick up a Rubik's Cube and say, Rubik's Cube, remember? And then put it back down. That one still airs sometimes. (laughs) So because we were not in an actual TV studio, we could hear each other through the walls. Now this is not great for television production. You know how when you watch Law & Order, you don't also hear scrubs at the same time? (laughs) 
that's on purpose. It enhances the viewing. So no soundproofing had been done at all. We could hear each other through the walls. And in the absence of any etiquette for handling the situation, which should not be occurring, we evolved our own etiquette without even talking about it. This is what we came up with. Whoever got there first had the right to complain about the other show, and the other show had to act like they had done something wrong. Didn't make any sense at all. But if I Love the 70s got there first and we were making too much noise for them, they would come over and say, you guys, would you keep it down? We're trying to make a TV show over there. And then we had to say, oh, sorry, sorry, we were just trying to make a TV show over here. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. So one day, Best Week Ever is there first. That means we have the right of complaint. I Love the 80s gets there after us. They start getting loud. One of our crew members goes over to tell them to keep it down. Guy comes back, and he's giggling. And he says, oh, man, guess who's over there? It's Weird Al Yankovic. And I said, oh, next time they start making noise, let me go over there. I know Weird Al from comedy. I'll make a big bit out of being mad about it. It'll diffuse the tension. Everybody will have a good time with it. Five minutes later, I Love the 80s starts to get loud again. I say, oh, here I go. This is going to be great. Now, I need you to know that what I'm going to do for you now is exactly what I did back then. I'm not exaggerating in any way. I kick the door in. Right? I find Weird Al and I say, Weird! got to keep it down. <laughs> Just like that. Weird Al responds, oh, I know, I'm sorry. Somebody already came over here once and I got carried away, I guess. I'm really sorry. I hope I didn't ruin a take or anything. I think, okay, well, this is not how this is supposed to go. <laughs> I get, thought it was pretty obvious I was goofing around. I, but we're all going to laugh about it, but I'm making Weird Al feel bad. That was not, <laughs> not my plan at all. I will try this again, and this time I'll make it even more over the top, so it's obvious to everyone. I'm not really mad, I'm just kidding around. Okay. But thought it was pretty obvious first time, but maybe I'm just a terrific actor. And perhaps you saw me in there will be blood. So take another run at it and I go. I mean, weird. You are killing us over there. Just like that. Weird hours on how loud I'm getting, and I'm just so, so sorry. I feel dumb. I feel so dumb. And I think, does he not hear that I'm calling him weird? So I think to myself, okay, okay, I. I don't know how this is happening, but that was not big enough. 
I gotta really dig deep here and just go so over the top that there's no mistaking it whatsoever. Like, I gotta go so huge on this that somebody 50 yards away, if they glanced in this direction, their only thought would be, they're having fun over there. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna really swing for the fences on this one. And so, so I say, I made weird! You have got to put a sock in it! <laughs> and that's when I realized I have never met Weird Al in my life. No, not once. Never. Not at one time. I've just seen him on television like everybody else. And now I am yelling in his face. <laughs> so Weird Al says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I promise I will be quiet. And of course, at that point, I say, See that you do! And I <laughs> ran away. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, that wasn't about the video story. No. I was going to post that one, but this was a funnier story about meeting Weird Because, <laughs> I mean, you have that feeling, too. Like, you've had Weird Al Yankovic in your life since you were a kid, so it feels like you know him. Yep. And him working in the comedy business, he's like, I must have met him, right? So we sort of know each other. And it's like, nope, never actually was introduced to him ever in my life. So did you ever... Uh... Come on, Weird! <laughs> Not even calling him Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. Just called him weird. <laughs> Did you get a chance at all to watch his movie on Roku? Which one? The Weird Al one. Well, which one? Like the documentary? Uh, yeah, or? the documentary. No, but, but I saw it. Uh, I'm. It's on my list, but yeah. So, like, I'll just tell you this right now. It's it's a comedy is what it is. I so mean, it's not a real documentary. No, it's, it's not like a real a documentary. There's like certain things. Yes. It. So there's like there's like some things that are true, but a lot of it is. <laughs> Full of shit. It and makes him look like he's like the, yeah, the highest. Yeah. Parody. But I mean, that's how Weird Al is, you know. Did, so oh, people, I was gonna send you. Remember, Weird Al had a, like a a show, like a, a PB's oh, Playhouse yes. show, yeah, where Macho Man Randy Savage came on and he got beat up by a hamster. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Oh shit! I'm still trying to think of that. Um, yeah, Weird Al had that one. Uh, it was a movie. Was it called AMF? Was it um, AMF? <laughs> no, it was a. Uh, FHM. Oh, that uh, that. <laughs> it was it was about <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you caught me just it, as I was <laughs> taking a puff on my. You caught yourself <laughs> doing it. What are you talking about? You always cough when you. You know what? Maybe you need to learn in doses. Puff, well, puff. No, as I was inhaling, you asked the question. I wanted to answer right away. Yeah. With the right answer. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I wanted to say THX ninety nine. THC? No, no, THX <laughs> Delta eleven ninety nine was a, a sci fi movie with Robert Duvall. Right. Uh, no, I thought it was FHM or because it was about a radio station. Yes. Uh, and he was taking over and he made it big. It was sort of like uh, UHF. UHF, not That's FHM. It. Yep. UHF is a funny movie for the eighties. It was. Um, if you watch it today, you might not laugh as much unless you were grown, grew up in the 80s. Yeah. Then you can sort of put yourself in that time frame. That's just like Airheads. 
Dude, Airheads is such a great fucking movie. Airheads is probably Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, huh? Yeah. Steve Buscemi, and and, and Adam Sam. Sandler, the pool. They're guy. a band. They're a band. <laughs> the Lone that Rangers. Takes, yeah. <laughs> There's three of you. You're not exactly alone. <laughs> it's a band that takes a, a radio station hostage. Anyway, Airheads is great, but it was sort of. It wasn't really on the same lines, but they were trying to save the radio station from turning to like. Uh, soft rock instead of hard rock which was like early 90s everything was hard rock um but which actually the same principle was saving this uh radio station in uhf yes um where weird al comes and does some crazy shit on the radio like a howard stern type thing and people like it whatever which if i mean if you think about it back then a lot of people a lot of radio stations didn't do that. So whatever kind of genre or uh, whatever their station was, they kept they stayed at that. They never switched formats. But then when the movies came out, then you started seeing a lot of other radio stations starting to switch formats. Yeah. Like, uh, well, and they would always switch to just pure pop, and I fucking hated that. Well, so... Because you used to have heavy metal you, stations, and we even had a rap station so do, in the 90s. Yeah, 99.7. Yep. Um, it all changed to fucking. So if you had to remember this, do you remember one station that you wish that it's not around anymore that was still here? 997. 997? Yep. I would say 93. 5 WOZZ. That was good. Classic too. rock. Yeah, because they played all 60s, 70s, 70s and, and 80s. 80s. That was it. But it was all rock. Like you would hear The Who, and then you would hear Aerosmith, and then you would hear like The Animals. Yep. House of the Rising Sun. It was fucking great. And you know, us being our age, we we grew up we on grew that up on a lot of, of that music because of our parents. So, you know, yeah, that was a great rock station too. But oh well, well, I guess I, it's best to not know now, right? Since you wish you didn't know. I wish I didn't know, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it means we're wrapping up the show. <laughs> it means we're telling you to go fuck off. <laughs> it means we got 10 minutes we hope left. You, we hope you made your destination to uh, <clears throat> Overland Park, Kansas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So anyway, BD, as you know, if you listened to the show last week, BD uh, went three and all. Yeah, three for three. Yeah, that's right. Well, three for three, yeah. Uh, 100%. Perfect batting average. Shaquille O'Neal and Giannis Antetokounmpo would be happy of them. <laughs> All right, so here we Ichiru go. Ichiru Suzuki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So here we go. First question. The most weight ever lifted by a vagina is? Like a Kegel? Uh, well. Must be. Yep. Five, or sorry, was it eight pounds? No. Nope. 62 pounds, 31 pounds. There is no such record. Only an idiot would attempt this. No, I think there's a record. And I think it's 31 pounds. Holy shit, you're one for one. Woo! All right. 62 is a little much. That might yeah. break your cock off. <laughs> She's riding mo- yeah. All right. If you've got to go number two in a public bathroom, this stall is typically the cleanest. Is it the closest to the bathroom entrance? The one in the middle? The one farthest from the door since few people make it that far? <laughs> Or they are all equally disgusting, so just do it. <clears throat> well, the one farthest is usually the handicap, which everybody uses. I would say the one closest to the entrance, because everybody passes that one up. Holy shit, you are two for two. Woo! 
Holy crap. Uh, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, baby. I'm just letting you know, he does not know. Unless you probably went and looked through no, all No, okay. I don't fucking look at these. All right, here we go. But I'm just using my logic and reason. Right. All right, and the last one. Mr. Horst Schultz should change his first name to Hose. He holds the record for the farthest ejaculation ever. At he hit the fish tank from across the room and changes the pH scale. <laughs> Screw you. Fuck you, <laughs> Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. All right, go ahead. All right. So was the record What's the for, distance? For the record for the farthest ejaculation ever at was it at seven feet, five feet, eighteen feet, or twenty-two feet? I can only base this off of porn I've seen from like Peter North and uh, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Okay. I would say five feet is probably the furthest. My friend, you only went two for three. Son of a, is it seven feet? <laughs> nope. Can't be 18 feet. 18 feet. Holy fuck. <laughs> you you kind of like want to see. You, I, 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 yeah. I that's gotta, like you want to watch that video. To did see. they document this in I don't video know. form? Because you should find out wanna... online right now. His, Mr. Horst Schultz. Horst Schultz. What a Apple name. Yeah, I'm going to see. he has a little dick. Mr. Horst <laughs> Schultz. I just want, you know, Horst Schultz. Uh, here he is. fucking feet? Schultz, yeah. Uh, he must have balls the size of fucking grapefruits. The most famous long-distance ejaculator. Is that a? Is there a video? Uh, no, I You're don't. You're going to have to go on Pornhub for that one. <laughs> uh, oh, whatever. We'll look it up for next one. Uh, wait. This Horace Schultz has a Instagram page? <laughs> what is it? Just like long shots, all of them? <laughs> like half-court like half shots and fucking oh. sniper? Oh, wouldn't you know? A cup filled with jizz. <laughs> Oh, what is that from? Uh, 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 what was Joe Rogan's uh, Fear? What the fuck was the name of his show? Which one? He had the game show, Fear. Oh, Fear Factor. Fear Factor, where they, they got canceled because they made the contestants drink Donkey oh, Kong. yes. <laughs> All right. The anyway. longest to jug, yeah. Me, 18 uh, fucking He feet. can shoot uh, his organ. Wait, dude, is this a video? <clears throat> I swear to God, if this is a video... No, that's just like a. Oh yeah, that's one of those AI yeah. fucking generated yeah. where they just show pictures and there's not that's an true. actual video. Yeah. There, there's no. Opie it was and Anthony probably Howard something Stern back video. in the medieval times. Be like, <laughs> I will take the quiff and <laughs> this guy's eating bacon every day for his whole life. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Would you rather? All right. We're gonna hit two would you rather's here. Not eat guacamole while you've had too much. <laughs> Actually, that's bacon. the best thing you could ever do in your life. Here's a sports-related one. Okay. Would you rather be on a team that wins a Little League World Series or be a AAA adult ball player but never make it up to the big leagues? Because those AAA ball players only make like 20 grand a year. But right. you're still... And you're, you're, and you're not going to make it to the big show. But you're never going to make it to the show. Or Whereas you can hang a, your hat on always being a Little League World but Series champion. probably won't even make it to the minors. No, you might not even play baseball the rest of your life. Right. You might wind up an architect. Or you <laughs> might be working at your dad's HVAC company. <laughs> <laughs> or at Prime Motorsports. Shout out Sterling. <laughs> Played for the Pirates. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I would actually, 
I would be happy with playing in the AAA because it'd probably be with be the people that you experience. Yeah, and the people that you would be playing with because obviously you're going to be doing a lot of rehab assignments and all that. Because all the, all the cool shit happened to me as a kid. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But the things I remember fondly are in my late teens, early twenties. So yeah. I would probably do the same. Be a AAA and adult I think ball player as well. How many people have ever done that shit? No, exactly. You know, I think, and and the thing is too is. If you go to a minor league game, they're more engaged with the fans than Yeah, um, it's a fun atmosphere. It's a fun, yeah. It's a fun job whereas when you're a kid it's not a job yeah. you just Here's a good one. Would you rather, okay, because you know you like to have fun, but also the sport of baseball, would you rather be a minor league baseball player or would you rather play for the Bananas? Well, it's the same thing. They're minor league. No. Yeah. The bananas aren't a minor league. What team. are they just ex- exhibition? Yeah, they're they're kind of like a. a it's like a false league. Yeah, well, it's they ha- they have like other teams that they play, but it's not considered like. Well, uh, like Northwoods isn't considered a. Northwoods isn't, but whereas in the bananas, it's more of a show slash game. So, the equivalent would be or be on the Harlem Globetrotters. I'd rather be on the bananas. So would I. Yeah, because it seems more fun. And you're probably getting there's no paid. restrictions. In you're it. probably getting paid the same. Yeah, and you could have creative input on what you guys do, and that touches on my creative side. So yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd rather play for the Savannah Bananas. And then the, if you don't know what the Savannah Bananas are, they're actually just in St. Louis this week. Yeah, uh, one look of my them up friends. on Instagram or TikTok or just look up some YouTube videos. The rules sort of go out the window, just like the Harlem Globetrotters yep. in ba- basketball. But the shit's so funny when you. You know, they do like a dance as the pitcher. They do like a synchronized dance as the pitcher's pitching the ball. It it's just goofy shit that I would love to go see. Because being a baseball fan, it's it, it's the equivalent in baseball as the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, I just want to show you the video. I know you can't really see it all that well, but yeah, there's my friend. She was. Uh, oh, she went to it. Yeah, she went. Actually, uh, they were in uh, St. Louis where she lives. So. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, it was it, yeah. I, mean, I love going to minor league games. They're yeah. they're a lot more fun than a brewer game because oh. beers usually cheaper and they've got cool uh, promos. Go support your local minor league baseball team. I is agree. what I see. Yes. All right. Last, would you rather wrap up the All show? Right. Is this a dirtier one? It's a little dirty. Okay. Well, I have no problem with. Dirty. <clears throat> this is more of an ego question here. Oh, okay. Would you rather fuck a bunch of porn stars but nobody ever knows? Or never fuck them, but everybody thinks you did. So it's about your reputation versus yeah. you're not real. Are, are you uh, Don Juan DeMarco or do you Don actually, Juan Julio? Yeah, do you actually have the experience, but nobody ever gets to know about it? Okay, so I'd rather fuck. I'd rather fuck a bunch of porn stars say, that nobody say knows. Say your five or ten favorite porn stars. Yep, you get to have sex with them, but you can't tell anybody, and nobody ever finds out. And if you were to tell anybody, they'd laugh in your face. Dude, that'd be kind of hard, though, because... Or everybody thinks you're the man who fucked a bunch of awesome porn stars. But you didn't. But you actually didn't. But now you have that reputation. But you have the reputation. And then now, obviously... you're living a lie. Yeah, you're living a lie. Either is that going to help your credibility or not. So are you going to get other chicks who are like, oh, if he can... He must be great in bed. Or it's going to be like, oh, God, he fucked, you know. But you're still going to get the opportunity, right. and they're going to be let down afterwards. <laughs> so it's basically an ego stroke. Would you rather have the reputation of being the ladies' man who never actually gets to fuck, or would you actually like to fuck, but you don't have the reputation of being a very good ladies' man? Like to fuck, but not have a very good ladies' reputation. You're f- yeah, you're on my level. I don't, yep. I don't kiss and tell anyway, 
But uh, holy shit, if I could put my top ten and just <laughs> have an experience with so all of them. So let me ask you this right now. All right. Right now, at this time, with the current porn stars, who would be your number one? The ones that are right now. Not all time. So right not, now. yeah. So just not like one. in my just 20s when one. they were there at right. their prime. You're and number I've one seen right now. now. And they've sort of fallen off. Popular now. Oh, I know. Her name's Lauren Phillips. I know who she is. She's redhead. redhead. Yep. Oh, big, yeah. soft titties. She reminds me of Gianna Michaels back okay. in the 2000s. Lauren Phillips. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I'd still pick Lauren Phillips. Yeah. Yep. That's my pick. Who's oh. yours? Regan Fox. Oh, big time MILF. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. Maybe Corey Chase. Yeah. That'd be on my list. I'm trying to think of that black chick who kind of looks like uh, Sasha Banks. I think her name's Ashley Banks. She's got tattoos on her ass, but okay. Jesus Christ, she's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, no. There's a chick called, uh, I don't remember her name, Lily Star, I think. Black chick, just fucking Neonachi, too. She's fucking beautiful. Dude, I could go one night, just like, just <laughs> since you have, since you leave the, the pod, pod track and all that stays here, one night you should just be like, go through my top no, 10. No, you go like this. <laughs> And now it is time for the Big Daddy <laughs> Top 3000. <laughs> We're going to be here a while, so put your hand on your cock. No. Your finger. It. No, we got to think of a good name for uh, it. It's like uh, <laughs> Live from the 715 presents Muff Tast. <laughs> <laughs> Where I go through my top 10 porn stars of all time. And then I'll go through the So the show day. between me and yeah. you would be about five minutes. But, but it's I'll not, have a Bill Burr type segment yeah. where I just rant about <laughs> yeah. something and one show will be Hour about Hour and 55 minutes of him yeah. giving his explanations. He's got like the bio of each one of them. <laughs> yeah. she likes- the thing about this girl is she looks like she's enjoying it. <laughs> the- Raquel Roper. That's another girl that's fucking not many know, people know about. See, her. and that was like one of the things like, did, I don't know if you know this now, but back then, porn stars, they actually had, it was kind of like built, derived towards like sex in a way, you know? What? <laughs> well, that's a hollow moment. I, I know, Porn right? stars geared towards sex. I don't get well, what you're saying at all. No, I'm like saying like the names. Like there was like some porn stars that actually. Oh, well, the the reason so, like, that the was porn, back in the, the porn day names. because there was only like four or five major companies, right? And they would sign them to, and they were more elaborate. Remember, like when they started making movies that were like movies, but like they tried redoing a parody like Pirates of the Caribbean, but it was just called Pirates. I thought it was called Janine S Pirates. Lynn Muller. I thought it was the Ass Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it was just called Pirates. Oh, this one, Jesse Jane, Janine Lynn Muller. Holy fuck, she was on the cover of the Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, album and she was in the video as the nurse's outfit. Yeah, Janine Lynn Muller, she's in that one. She's so fucking hot. Um, but now she's covered in tattoos and I don't know, not my style. Like neck sleeve tattoo. Okay. Ugh, no thanks. But anyway, what I'm saying is, when one <laughs> of those just companies looking at some of the porn parodies <laughs> names right now, I got it. Oh yeah, there's okay. a, well, Hustler went on a whole thing that was just like not Avatar, not. <laughs> Not Three's Company, not that 70s show. Ash Ventura Crack Detective? <laughs> yeah. Womb Raider. <laughs> Dawson's Crack? Yeah. 
But anyway, so back then, like the early 2000s, if you got signed to one of those big companies, you got promoted, like yep. Jenna Jameson and Gianna Michaels and Jada Fire and Janine Lamarler and all those people. But nowadays, everything's more independent. So, like, somebody like Corey Chase just makes her own fucking right. uh, content on her own website and then puts it out to Pornhub and everybody else. <clears throat> but, so that's why it's not as prevalent today as, like, they're not as big a stars as they would have been in the 2000s just because the internet, you know. Oh, yeah. Ran wild before we had to go through the saloon doors at Family Video. <laughs> yeah, to no, get I was just going to say <laughs> To find one and then find a girl we liked. All right. I think I might have found probably the most hilarious that I've never, ever seen for a porn parody. What is it? It is. Saving Ryan's privates. <laughs> it's between one or two. Saturday Night Beaver. <laughs> All right. I got it. What's the next one? I'll tell you if it's better or not. The Da Vinci Load. <laughs> I'm going the Da Vinci Load. That's so much better. I also saw another one, Slutter Island. <laughs> no, yeah. the Da Vinci Load yeah. wins. Ocean, Ocean's Eleven Inches. Oh my! Well, I would just call it a, not a Ocean's Eleven and yeah, fucking have fifty first orgasms. Ferris Bueller gets off. Nah, no, Da Vinci Load wins. Et the ex- stop looking. All right, yep, Da Vinci Load. That's what we should call the show. <laughs> the the, the Da Vinci, Vinci load. load. Yep. That's oh, is that where we're... <laughs> Yeah, that's what. If you listen to the end, you yep. found out why the title is why it is. Because yeah, the most hilarious thing would be like, wait a minute, it wasn't called Beers and Wing or Wing Wings and, and Beers? Beers and Wing and No. <laughs> All right. The Da Vinci Load. Well, when we get back to you next week, we'll tell you about me and Robert's trip yeah. to the Wisconsin Rapids baseball game. And if we go to the strip club or not, we probably will. Go uh, to the square yeah, bar. And then uh, we'll let you know what happens. Are and you going to make it to the square bar, or are you just going to stay at Venus? We'll see how packed it is, because if the square bar is like bar stools, then I'll definitely go to the square bar first and wait to go into Venus. But look out, girls, we're coming. Not like that. All right, till next week, we'll talk to you later. Love ya. Why don't you go canoe into three rivers, you inbred fur traders? <laughs>